Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome back. We are the Living Box Free podcast. I'm Becky. And I'm Ashleen. And today we are going to be continuing our series all about respect. And we're going to be talking specifically about a subject that is just a part of life. Uh, We don't always agree with other people's opinions uh, or where they stand. And that's okay. I think we do always agree, Becky. You and I, 100%. (laughs) 100 percent oh i was trying to disagree with your opinion best tv shows (laughs) (laughs) we have so many examples of places where (laughs) we have so many things in common (laughs) uh the things we have in common are the most important things yeah we'll talk about that yeah yeah uh so we're gonna we're gonna dive into respecting a difference in opinions first our question Mm -hmm. what's on the rise for you this week ash i I think I talked about beet juice a couple episodes ago or one episode you ago. did. And from that same book, she recommended putting cinnamon in your coffee before you brew it. So putting it in with the oh. grounds. And because it's fall, I'm like, I'm all about it. And it's lovely. I'm really enjoying it. Ooh. Probably not something I'll do permanently. But for fall, really enjoying it. That's a really good, that's a fun tip. Yeah. Like Just, that sounds way more enjoyable than beet juice to me. <laughs> <laughs> I it, I could be crazy. No, I agree with you. It is. It is. I think those are two different. They serve two different purposes. Yes. <laughs> Just yes. To clarify. Uh, well, if you're a coffee drinker, there's a fun tip yep. for you. Put cinnamon in your coffee grounds. You don't need a lot. I wonder if like I think of apple cider. I wonder oh. if there's like a some type of spice you could put in there too. I don't know. You, there's some fun fall flavors. Yeah. I'm sure you can make your besides coffee. pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin's like everybody's favorite fall flavor. Ash, you're against that now. No, I'm not against it. It's just I'm not as hype about it as most people, I feel like. I get that. But that's an opinion. (laughs) 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 Foreshadowing. What about you, Becky? (laughs) What's on the rise for me right now? It's calories. I had um, we had the sweep through our house of the stomach bug. And uh, I if you guys want a great cleanse. I tell you what, get the stomach bug. It will cleanse out whatever's inside of you, all those toxins, everything. Uh, You'll have you'll have visions as you're delusional. No, but uh, for me, it's definitely calories. Last night, I just don't have much of an appetite. And uh, my husband went and got my favorite snack. We've talked about it before. Bar Nana's. Uh And I'm like, I just don't I don't want this. And he was shocked. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah. Calories trying to get trying to get some more carbs in me, some more energy. It's today's been a good day. Okay. So that's good. So far, so good. So far, so okay. good. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Let's talk about opinions. <laughs> Let's just do it. Here we go. I feel like I told Becky before we started, I feel like most uh, topics that we come up with, once I start to dig in, I'm like, oh, there are so many great ways I could go with this. So many ways that we could talk about this and I'll just choose one for now and we'll come back to it if we want to talk about other other aspects of this topic. This one, it felt like as I was doing research and as I was thinking through it, it, it just felt like there were so many ways I could go with it and not all of them were going to be helpful. <laughs> and so I hope I chose a helpful one. I would be really interested to hear feedback on, is this, is this approach helpful? It's how I think about differences of opinion. And I, but I also learned some things while I was doing some research. So I, yeah. 
I'll be interested to, to hear from people. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Send us a direct message yeah. on the socials. Yes. Uh, I think what's so cool is as we pick these topics, so Ash and I think through topics for this series on respect, and they sound so simple. Yeah. And like Ash, you just mentioned, you start doing research and you're like, wow, this is extremely <laughs> complex. We <laughs> go 10 different directions. This is not easy. Okay. So we're excited to see what journey you're going to take us on. Yeah. I had an experience recently, um, which I guess kind of was a difference of opinion. So I play on the in the band at church on weekends. And we have a green room. It's actually this huge room where we all hang out, where the band and the production people all hang out. And... I know that my boss likes it when people chat instead of just sitting on their phone. So often I will be the one who walks in and sits down and just starts the conversation. And then I don't usually have to run it from there. I just usually have to be like, so how's everybody doing? You know, yeah. or ask a <laughs> question and then they, they put their phones down and they start yeah. talking. So uh, two people recently were reading. And so I walked in, sat down and said, so what's everybody reading right now? And so they started talking about books and then someone asked me what I was reading and I automatically filtered my response and said, I'm reading a book about a submarine captain. And they were like, what? That doesn't sound like you. And I was like, no, it's a novel. It's a novel about a submarine captain and it takes place on a naval base that I've been to. And they were like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. And my, my friend who was in the room later was like, you're reading a book about submarines? And I was like, well, yes and no, sort of. And then we, she kept poking me about it for whatever reason. And I said, okay, well, realistically, it's a Christian romance action novel, which I read just to unwind because I know what's going to happen. There's really not a lot of suspense. <laughs> it's very, but I know people's opinions on that. And even she, my friend, was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? That's what you're reading? You led us to believe you're reading some like military strategy book on submarine warfare. And I was like, I did not. I never said that. I never said that. But the reason I didn't say what it actually was or the real genre was because I didn't want to defend my opinion. And that's, mm. it's really what it comes down to for me. If I like something, I don't want to have to defend my opinion about it and have people argue with me about why it's not good. Like it's, it's not great. Is that cause that exhausts you? It, yeah, it exhausts me yeah. and it just doesn't feel worth it. Like if I mm -hmm. like it, just, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just let me be happy with my cheesy novel. Like yeah. it's just, please. So yeah. I think that's where. I, I didn't feel like my opinion would be respected in that moment. And so I didn't share my opinion because I, I felt instinctively that it wouldn't be respected. And now that's kind of a funny example. And there are funny moments. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. There are funny moments when, you know, disagreeing with someone is entertaining mm -hmm. and it, it creates some, some tension, but also it's good. I mean, tension is good. And so it's not good to just bury your opinions. I did not choose necessarily the, the correct road, <laughs> but I tell that story to say it's, it's complicated having opinions, sharing them that it's emotionally exhausting. It can be, especially once we go from something as simple as book genre preferences to vaccines, masks, ideology, political stance, like as soon as we move out of the world of how do I spend my Friday night <laughs> into the world of 
uh, you know, what do I think about other people? It, it just gets complicated and it's, it's challenging. So if I'm already hiding my opinion about books, <laughs> novels, then it's really easy to see why I would want to hide my opinion about something else that I feel like is going to be even more challenging to people. So that's just the, that's the overview here. Basically, Mm -hmm. if you feel like people don't respect your opinion or you don't know how to respect other people's opinions, you're not alone. You're not alone. That's, let's just start there. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I mean, something else I'm hearing you, the fact that you filter in order to avoid that cumbersome, exhausting, you know, debate, as you talked about, a lot of people don't always have that filter. They might speak before their mind catches up. (laughs) And so they might not be as fortunate as you. They might find themselves in more of those debates, confrontations, uh, opposing views. And the other interesting thing is just listening to you talk about holding back. Like when, when do you choose to hold back versus when should you speak up and advocate and have a productive dialogue to open your eyes and the eyes of the other person and see see things from a different side. Yeah. And I would argue that when there is respect, that's when you can mm-hmm. open up about your opinions. Yeah. So let's talk about respecting opinions, shall we? Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about where we're going. We're going to define opinions versus convictions and values. This is something that we used to talk about at my old job a lot, and it was super helpful for me just as a concept. Um, So we're going to talk about that and so what we mean by opinions. And I am going to use, so we're talking mostly about opinions, but I am going to talk about convictions and values here also. And then why respecting differences of opinions is important. I mean, we kind of just talked about it, but if you feel like you can't share what you like or what you think, it that's not really a healthy place to be. That's not a place where you feel respected and that's, and vice versa. If, if Becky doesn't feel like she can share with me her opinions, then she doesn't feel respected. And that's not that's not how I want our relationship to be. So why it's important. A couple of common misconceptions. And then how to actually respect other people's opinions. And I don't have super practical tips. I have mostly concepts of like, here's what you can think about to process through this. So let's start with uh, clarifying opinions versus convictions and values. So we used to talk about at work... Um, Convictions being something that was immovable for you, something that it just wasn't, it was kind of the way you saw the world. So I believe in God. That's pretty immovable for me. Now, that said, I'll, mm, yeah, sorry. I was trying to decide if I want to talk about <laughs> this, this later or now. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for watching me struggle. I appreciate it. Uh, one of my coworkers, David, used to say, um, please talk me out of my belief because if you can talk me out of my belief, then that means that I am wrong and I am spending my life on something that Mm. is not worthwhile. And he used to say that about Christianity, about following Jesus because following Jesus, if you're doing it right, is hard. It's really hard. It's really humbling. It's really self-sacrificial. And so he used to say, "I, I will sit down and I will talk to anyone about this. And if you can convince me that Jesus did not die for me and I should not be living for him. I want to know that because I would rather be out there living an easy life. Yeah. And I always found that to be so appealing in the way that he phrased that of just this willingness to be talked out of something. So when I say convictions, I mean something that you believe to your core to be true, but it's 
not necessarily something that you're like, I will never, ever change on this. Because I don't know mm-hmm. that that's a really healthy place to be with anything. Yep. So convictions, deal breakers, basically. <laughs> but then we have values. And those are things we talk about all the time, things that are important to you. They're often concepts. Um, gratitude is important to me. Empathy is really important to me. Those are things that I value. And those are probably not going to change based on um, circumstances necessarily, like one circumstance to another. I'm probably going to have a, a, a value of empathy, whether I'm at the gym or whether I'm at work, that it's not going to change based on my surroundings, but it could change over time. And then there's opinion. And those are things that I just have a belief about, but it's not necessarily right or wrong. It's not a moral conviction. Uh, I might feel like it is, but whether or not I like reality t- TV is not, that's not a, that's not a moral conviction. I might feel mm-hmm. like um, reality TV is terrible. Why could you, why do you watch it, Becky? But in reality, it, that's just an opinion. Yeah. 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 I like how you broke that down. So let's talk about why is it important to respect the opinions of others? <laughs> I did a quick Google search on quotes about respect. And good golly, the mixed reviews you get. I just said good golly. Can we talk good about that for a second? Good golly. Are you 45? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 45 still young. Who says good golly? I don't know. I don't know where that came Probably from. Probably my our grandparents. Yeah. Good golly. Good golly. Good golly, Miss Molly. Wait, wasn't that from, did you ever have an American Girl doll? No. Oh, okay. I did. I had Molly. I think that's where it came from. Oh. Anyway, <sighs> mixed views on respect <laughs> on Google. <laughs> So here are some quotes I found just doing one quick Google search. Uh, Respect is a denomination of social currency. People trust you when they respect you. Respect yourself enough to walk away when something no longer serves you. I am someone who deserves respect. You can't force someone to respect you, but you can refuse to be disrespected. So, Just taking those at face value, I mean, how do we put all of those together? Because some of them are saying, I deserve respect. You can't just, you know, you can't disrespect me. And then Mm -hmm. some of them are saying, you you can't force someone to respect you. And then some of them are saying, respect yourself enough to walk away if something is not vibing well or not working. And then other things are saying respect is a denomination of social currency. Like, if you want respect, you have to stay in the room. Mm -hmm. So how do we take all of those together and I think the key here that we can take away from all of those quotes is that respect is important it's important to us it's something that we value as a culture it's something that we value as humans and it is important so that's what I took away from all all of those quotes yeah it's it's so uh interesting on Instagram one of the things I really have enjoyed about my feed is starting to follow more like hashtag inspiration, hashtag Mm, motivational quotes. And recently I've seen a lot of things pop up versus just this, you know, good motivational quote. It's, Hey, if they don't respond to your text, delete them from your life. Or the kind of that, that essence of, uh, you just step away. And as we think about respect, you know, it isn't like most things in life. It's not always easy. Right. And it's being willing to also open up your mind <clears throat> and listen and understand in order to show that. And, and oftentimes I do think when you show respect to someone else, 
they'll feel that and it'll make them more uh, apt to do the same back to you. But yeah, this kind of, it kind of makes me think of that cancel culture. Yes. Um, just, yeah, walk out of the room that, and that's, that's the easy way out. Yeah. And not saying that, I mean, someone could treat you very poorly and maybe for your mental health, you do need to step away. Yeah. I feel like abuse is always a Mm -hmm. a different category. Like whenever we're talking about stay in the room, do the hard work, like we're not talking about abuse. Yes. That's different. Yes. Just want to throw that yeah, out there. Just, yeah. just a caveat on all of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you, I think these quotes you pulled, you can see kind of this transition in our culture. Mm-hmm. I think culturally we've gone to more of, uh, yeah, when it gets hard, just step out of the room. Yeah. Just walk away. Defriend them. De- unfollow them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk about that later in Misconceptions. But I, I, yeah, it just gets so complicated. And so how do we respect them and why should we do that? And I think it's important to note that, like I said, respect is important to us and it's an integral part of both our personal identity and of all healthy relationships. Mm. And so if you don't agree with someone, that just makes you two different humans. That does not make you enemies. That Mm -hmm. means that you are two different identities and that's a good thing. Like if identities meld, that's, that's called codependency Mm -hmm. and that's not good. Um, as someone who tends toward codependency myself, I can voice that's not healthy. It's not helpful. You lose your own identity. So having respect for differences is a vital part of having a healthy self-identity and also um, upholding the other person's identity. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it gets, it gets a little messy because of that concept of like, I deserve respect. Well, other people do deserve respect as humans, um, and how do you show that respect to them as a human, even though they they disagree with you? And it, it is disagreement really grounds for disrespect? Mm. Not not really. I don't think so. Um, and it kind of depends on, again, that level of abuse um, or that level of do they do they see you as not human or not worthy or not valuable because you disagree with them? Yeah, it gets complicated. <laughs> and what happens if we don't respect differences is that we create silos in society. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I think we've talked about before, I've never seen the whole thing, but The Social Dilemma on Netflix, it's a documentary, and it's kind of terrifying, that the clips that I've seen. Because basically, Facebook and YouTube and some other social sites and uh, modern, you know, technology are created, they're designed, their algorithms are designed to create silos. You head down a rabbit hole, basically, and it creates a rabbit hole for you and creates this Mm -hmm. silo for you of similar opinions. And you have to work really hard to get out of that silo to break out of the algorithm. And what happens when we end up in silos of opinion is that we turn against each other. We start to think of us versus them instead of we're all in this together. We just disagree on some things. Like I have opinions that are different from yours or I have values that are different from yours. Now convictions is where it gets a little sticky of like if we have two different convictions, but as long as we can agree that we're both human, we're both valuable and we both deserve respect because we're humans, then that's a conviction we can move, move forward from. Mm-hmm on everything else. And so it's not a positive place to be a a silo of opinion from a mental health standpoint. It's just not a great, not a great place to be. Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking of my, my Instagram feed, three key silos. Yeah. CrossFit, agriculture. Yeah. (laughs) 
and motivational, inspirational quotes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not seeing things about, uh, you know, being a vegan. I'm not seeing things about mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that, that silo, I definitely very evident to me and seeing people who have very common opinions. Yeah. And you're not seeing the opposites of those topics either. You're Mm -hmm. not seeing people who are against CrossFit. Yeah. Um, And not that that matters or you need to on that particular topic, but on other topics, it might be helpful. Mm -hmm. So yeah, creating those silos. And then the other reason why it's important to respect differences is growth. If you're never around people who disagree with you, if you are in that silo, how, how will you know if you're wrong or you need to grow and how, how can you have a growth mindset if you don't accept that there are other ways of seeing things? And Mm -hmm. maybe it's possible that there are things that you are right about, but you just, you're still not seeing the whole picture. And we've talked about that before of like, you're not seeing the whole story of someone's life on Instagram or on Facebook or even just interacting with them. And it's funny to me, kind of the the conflicting things that even some of my friends, like one person can post conflicting things mm. where they'll say that kind of that cancel culture of like, if you say this, I'm going to unfriend you. Yeah. And then on the next, <laughs> on their story, on the next story, they'll say, you never know what someone's going through. <laughs> Be gracious to everyone. You know, and it's yeah. like, well, which is it? Mm-hmm. Do you never know what someone's going through? And so they might have formed this opinion because they had a negative experience and they're they're working through it or or not. Like, are you just going to unfriend them and walk away? It, it, so it's really, it's hard. Again, like you said, it's a hard thing to do to stay in the room. But you're able to grow if you're able to see people as more complicated than one opinion. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts before we move on to common misconceptions? I, I mean, I, I love that final point and I know we're all about growth here. And if you don't put yourself, we talked about comfort zones. We're, we're basically in our comfort zones when we're in these silos. If you don't get outside of those, then, then you won't ever grow. So I, I, I do appreciate that you really highlight that piece there as well. It's hard to have other people say, Oh, I disagree with you, but yeah, that's the only way you see a bigger picture. Yeah. We don't like to think that we might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Because then what if we've wasted time on that or wasted energy or we've done something wrong and having to face that possibility. But we all make mistakes. That is just, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. Mm -hmm. A lot. I had someone at work. It was not this week, but last week. And I loved it. He was talking about leading his team. And one of their their mantras is fall forward. And basically about making mistakes. Uh And we're making mistakes so we can advance. And I like that. And so that fall forward mentality yeah. kind of gets to this growth piece. Like instead of thinking, oh no, and I get it. Like, thinking, oh, I wasted all my time uh, eating this certain way that I thought was the best way for the environment. And now I've learned that that's not, or there's another way that, and here's data and it's, it's falling forward. It's like, oh, I learned something new. I'm grateful yeah. that I have this new information and I can step into this new direction or path that I'm passionate about because overall my values or my convictions, um, it still aligns with those, but yeah, it's a different path. I didn't know that it existed. Yeah. I love that. And I think it, it falls into the category of doing the best you can with what you have. Yeah. Start where you are, do what you can, uh, use what you have. Is that what that, yep. is that, what that is? Yeah. Great hey, quote. Hey, <laughs> I don't know who said it. <laughs> Me either, but I know what quote you're talking about. <laughs> use what you have. Yeah. Start where you are. Yes. 
with what you have. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> that's not how it ends. <laughs> but that's what we'll say. That's what we'll it. say. You can and do, do it. it now. That's what I usually add. Do it do now. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Common misconceptions. And we've talked about this a little bit already, but this there's this idea of it's okay for me to not like you if we disagree. And this is a problematic because opinions don't dictate worth or value or human dignity. And so, yes, you can not like someone's opinion, but that's different from not liking the person. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's challenging. But if you operate on this idea that I can, I can say I don't like you because you think this thing, then you'll never understand other cultures or other ideas. You're going to get stuck in that silo and you're not going to be able to grow and expand your, your understanding of not only who others are, but even who you are and what's mm-hmm. made you the person that you are. And so, Keeping in mind, opinion does not dictate value or dignity or human worth. It's a hard thing to remember, but it's very important. Mm -hmm. And then another common misconception along the same lines, we can't be friends if we don't share opinions. And my first first bullet point here is false. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) So some of the best relationships come from disagreements. And I think it's one of those Mm -hmm. things that we talk, we talk about like opposites attract, but in reality, we don't act that way. We don't act like opposites attract. We don't act like the people who uh, challenge us the most are the people who will make us better. Um, But that often is true. If we can form that respectful relationship with someone who disagrees with us and challenges us, then that's the person that's going to help us grow and the person that's going to help us be the best version of ourselves. And that can be a significant other. It could be a friend. It could be family. It doesn't a mentor. It doesn't really matter the type of relationship, but it's going to help you see the world differently. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. I was just thinking, <laughs> uh, my, you know, my husband and I, there's a lot of little things that we have differences of opinions on and, I even think about us. We joke around about how we're opposites. And once again, simple things like reality TV. Yes. uh, Differences of opinions. But I guess I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, there's some people really close to me in my life. And we have a lot of differing opinions. But those people are, and and I know we'll get to this, but they're people that I trust, I respect. I really, you know, I enjoy, I keep close to me. And I think that's that's a really special place to be when you can... And once again, it doesn't devalue that person, uh, but you can love those people and be completely open about mm-hmm. what your opinions are and be like, okay, we disagree, but we still love each other. Yeah. And there's so many things about you that um, make a, make this relationship close. Yeah. So that, that was, yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. I was like, oh, wow. Um, opposites do kind of attract sometimes. Yeah. And, and I think if you're comfortable with yourself, to be okay with that person not agreeing with you all the time. I think, I think part of that's a confidence piece. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, then it can be a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think when you, when you find someone who fills something that you don't have, you have to accept that you, you're not everything. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> I mean, you, we joke about the little things that we disagree on or yeah. that we had just have differences on, but we also have huge differences in personality. I mean, you see the glasses half full and I see the glasses half empty. That's just kind of how we are, how we're built. Mm-hmm. And I, in order to 
respect the way that you see the world, I have to understand that there is something lacking in how I see the world and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And if I can say, I'm not seeing the whole picture by looking at everything negatively, then I can accept your positive outlook on things. And I can still say, okay, not everything's positive, Becky. (laughs) It's not all rainbows and sunshine, Mm -hmm. which you know, I mean, that's not news to you, but I can accept, like you said, if I respect myself, if I have a good sense of identity and it's okay for me to not have everything and have everything figured out, then I can look at you and say, okay, what am I, what can I take from her perspective? Mm -hmm. And that's something approaching with curiosity. That's something we'll talk about in the practical steps of how to actually do this. Nice. I agree, basically, is my point. (laughs) Look at us. We agree. We agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So things to remember as you're trying to actually do this, as you're trying to figure out how to respect other differences of opinions. I mean, I I feel like I always start with this with uh, uh, our practical steps, but it's just complicated. So remember Mm -hmm. that it's hard. And if you mess up, that's okay. That's okay. And we just we try again. and We do our best. So. Let's talk about circles of trust versus circles of agreement. And so shared convictions and shared values change your level of closeness with someone, but shared opinions don't necessarily. So you, your opinions don't necessarily change how close or how, how much respect you can have for someone. Mm-hmm. And that, that circle of trust is built around whether or not you can respect each other's opinions and each other's values, not around whether or not you share opinions and values. Uh, Mm -hmm. Convictions can be a little bit different. It can be really hard to have those convictions, uh, especially if you have a lot of them. And, and yeah, it can be really challenging to have trust with different convictions. However, values and opinions it's a little bit more possible to have that circle of trust with someone. But a circle of agreement is not necessarily somewhere that there's trust and that you can go back and forth of like, <laughs> what, what did, you said you had an example for this. What, were you, what did you well, say? Oh, gosh. I actually I have a, a bigger example okay. from the one that I thought of earlier. Great. Great. <laughs> so when I think about circle of trust, um, and, and I'll just throw this out there, circle of trust, my little brother, he is in my circle of trust. I care what he thinks about me. We have a long history together. I know he's a great person. We have a very difference on opinion on, on how we eat. He decided after going to the Peace Corps to become vegan because he thinks it's more sustainable for the world. I am very much a animal-based protein advocate and mm-hmm. understand, you know, the data that I've seen, it's a very small percentage of greenhouse gas emissions. And even if we ate vegan, I don't think they want us to kill all the animals. So they're still going to fart and burp. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, we have this very big difference on opinion of how we eat. However, he is a part of my circle of trust. We both can respect each other. We both have very open, transparent, vulnerable conversations about each other or with each other mm-hmm. about a multitude of things. Yeah. And we both can respect when we're hanging out as a family, which doesn't happen often, um, but when we are, he's going to eat a certain way. I'm going to eat a certain way, and he's not going to be disgusted watching me eat my chicken breast. Yeah. Um, but we're going to have a normal meal together. Yeah. So that that's, I would say, a big. When I think about circle of trust and having a differing opinion, that would be one example. The circle of agreement, and I know this was this is what I joked about earlier was, you know, when you're 
finishing a workout and it had, we'll just say burpees because most people hate burpees. <laughs> it had a bunch of burpees in it. And after that workout, everyone, you know, everyone in your class, you know, Joe Blow over here who you've met twice, everyone says, oh, I hate burpees. Those are the worst. Yes. Oh my gosh, I agree. And you have this consensus Everyone agrees burpees are their worst, but Joe Blow over here, he's only been in two classes with you ever. <laughs> you don't have trust built with Joe Blow. Right, you don't have a relationship. Yeah, maybe you're stepping it closer into a relationship because you have this common mutual hate for burpees, <laughs> but you're but you're not there yet. So, and I can think of many different situations even in the workplace where we might there might be a group in a meeting and we all agree on something, but it doesn't mean you have that deeper relationship to tr- to really trust them and respect them, um, even if you have a, a difference in opinion on something else. Yeah. And I think one of the things that gets complicated with this is that humor side of things of like mm. people. So if we go back to the the book example that, that I shared at the beginning, um, people laughing at my book choice mm-hmm. and me not wanting to share that. And it's not that I'm ashamed of it. I just don't feel like I don't feel like defending it. Yeah. And so it there is humor in that, in the sense of people, you know, want to make a joke out of it. And that that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of what I like. It's more just, I don't feel like dealing with it. <laughs> and so it does get a little complicated there, but mm. if you are able to communicate that you respect someone's opinion, you can still kind of, you can still make jokes about it if you mm-hmm. want to. I have found that there are certain things in life, (laughs) certain things and people in which I have had to say, hey, this is something I would rather you not joke about. Mm. And uh, honestly, CrossFit is one of them because I have found that CrossFit is super helpful for me in my mental health, especially dealing with depression. And um, it's just, it's really important to me and my community is important to me. I recognize though, that people on the outside of CrossFit who don't do CrossFit with me think I'm crazy. I get it. <laughs> Especially when I come to work with bruises or I'm limping because I fell on a box again. Oh, no. You know, like I get it that it seems crazy. But mm-hmm. then um, if you harp on that, I'm going to get really frustrated because I'm going to say this is something that's really important to me and mm-hmm. you don't understand and you are not respecting that, that this is important to me. Now, if you want to make fun of the fact that I don't like Kit Kats, go for it. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. So yeah. I think there's some, in that circle of trust, I think there's some value in communicating, hey, this is a thing that's important to me and I need you to communicate respect mm. more carefully than you would about something else. Yeah. And that can be hard to do and it can be hard to do in a nice way, especially, and I would, I would, uh, Counsel giving some space and some time and coming back to it, not in that moment, coming back to it later and being like, hey, I know you were joking. I know you didn't mean anything by this, but this is something that's really important to me. So can you be a little more careful in how you communicate your opinion on this thing? And that can be valuable. And sometimes people don't take that well. Sometimes they do. And that can communicate trust also. Can you form that circle of trust with them? Will they take that and say, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't know that that was something that was really important to you and that I needed to be careful about. So sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It's worth trying. Yes. So that's, I'm glad you called that out. Circle of trust yeah. versus circle of agreement. So the second thing to ask yourself 
is, are you willing to change? And something I've seen on Instagram a lot lately is this concept of, um, (laughs) I kind of turned around. So on Instagram, I've seen it as ask someone, what would it take to change your mind? And if they can't tell you, walk away. Hmm. I get that. And I agree. I agree with that concept. Like if someone's not willing to change their mind, then don't, like there's no point in arguing with them. But I think first we need to turn that on ourselves and say, what would it take to change my mind? And if I'm not willing to change my mind, why? And what does that say about me? Is this something that, I mean, going back to that concept of convictions and values, is this something that's just a conviction for me and I'm not willing to change my mind no matter how much evidence is, you know, supports a different opinion or a different concept? And is that, am I okay with that? Am I okay with being someone who's unwilling to change something that I believe? I don't know. And what, why? Why do I feel that, that strongly about something? So I would turn that around first. Start, it, start with yourself and say, am I willing to change my mind? And what would it take to change my mind? And then you can say to the other person, what would it take to change your mind? And if they're not willing to change, then yeah, maybe that's, that's something that's not, that's just something to keep in mind as you're building trust with that person. It doesn't mean, again, that you need to walk away necessarily, um, but just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm in those instances when you're like, I'm not changing my mind and they're not moving. It's, it's just accepting that you both have differences in opinions and you can still respect that person. Uh, but moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes it, it can almost come off as disrespectful in those scenarios where you're not willing to change your mind and they are very convicted and you still try Um, Not only does that feel like a waste of time, but it can almost be, it can be disrespectful. Like, Hey, you're not really listening to me. No, I'm good. Like (laughs) I don't need you to try to convince me of this. Um, so, so just being okay with not, it's not about you always being right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just about, um, respecting one another and you don't always have to prove that you are right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you might not be right. And you might not be <laughs> you right. You might That's, not be right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that leads into our, uh, the last point here, which is approach it with curiosity. Why, if I'm not right, what does that mean? Uh, why do I feel like I have to be right? And what can I learn from this? What can I learn from the other person? And I think especially if someone has an opinion that's different from yours, asking the question, why does this bother me? Does it bother me because it means I might be wrong? Does it bother me because I don't feel respected? And in which case, that would be a great time to communicate that, that of, hey, this is something I feel, I feel important, is important, and I need you to respect my opinion. Um, and just asking that question, why does, why does it bother me that we don't agree on this? And then doing that work yourself first. And then, and then you can turn to the other person and say, hey, why does it bother you that we don't agree on this? And if they're able to, to do that, you know, soul searching and figure it out, then you might come to a place of deeper trust and it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And you might find out the reason it bothers you. If you really reflect on that might not be the first thing that pops in your mind. It might be something much deeper than that. Yeah. uh, That could address something totally different. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure I could come up with dozens of examples of why (laughs) things bother me, but for some reason at this moment I have nothing. So Oh, look at that glass half full. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know why. Uh, well, I, I think this is 
this was, as you talked about going down this path of research, there's a lot, there's a lot here around respect and specifically differences of opinions. I'm glad that you outlined the difference, convictions, values, opinions, because that can help us bucket those things in, in a better way to know how to approach those scenarios. Uh, and yeah, you did an excellent job talking through the benefits of listening, understanding uh, other people's opinions. You might not always be right. I know that's shocking. Uh, <laughs> but And that's how we grow. That's the only way that we grow. Yeah. And uh, listening to others and having that dialogue with other people, your opinions too, and why you think the way you do. And uh, yeah, I think some key pieces here. Uh, it just because you don't agree on things doesn't mean you can't be friends or have a good relationship and most importantly, respect one another. Yeah, absolutely. And I think yep. respect breeds trust and mm-hmm. that's something to, to keep in mind. Yep. Well, we're so glad you joined us. Definitely. Definitely. So we talked about differing opinions in this series, all about respect and if your opinion is that this episode was awful, I want to hear about it. <laughs> Feedback is a gift. Yes. <laughs> Feedback is a gift. We are constantly falling forward here at Living Box Free, learning Absolutely. as we go. Uh, so feel free to uh, send us a message. Let us know what you think. Yeah. And if you enjoyed it, leave us a rating, a mm-hmm. review. Subscribe if you are a Spotify follower uh, so that you can stay in the loop when new episodes come out. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.